Hello, Full of Joy podcast. I am your host, Francesca, and I'm back, and I'm so excited. I'm in such a good mood today. (laughs) So it's such a good day. It's going to be so much fun recording this podcast episode. I'm actually sitting down to record quite a few podcast episodes, and I'm so thankful. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's really been a minute, so I probably should have contained myself and just kind of like centered myself before I did this, but I'm just excited and I'm just in a great mood today. I hope you're in a great mood today, but I I honestly just have been feeling really good and that's because of a lot of things, but I just feel good and I want to share that good energy and just remind you all that there is still so much goodness. There's still so much goodness meant for you. There's still so much joy. There's so much fun to be had. And yeah, I hope that this is one way that you experience some fun today. So before we get into today's episode, I just I just want to say thank you and just remind you that you are here because something called you to be here, something called you to listen to this today. So yeah, I just invite you to take from this episode, take from all of my podcast episodes and make them your own, get creative, and I hope that you find some type of message in here. And this is just casual today, like... If you want to listen to this and go for a walk or go for a drive, I would recommend it. I think when we're in movement, it's, I don't know, I feel like it just does something when you're taking in knowledge and you're in movement. I feel like it does something. So yeah, that's my two cents. Well, let's get into today's episode. I think too, you know, I just wanted to say like, I've kind of been away from the podcast for a little bit. And yeah, that was because I was focusing on other parts of my business And yeah, it just kind of needed to happen that way. I didn't plan it. I didn't plan to, what month? It's April, January, February, March, April. I didn't plan to take four months off, (laughs) but it just happened, happened that way. Uh, But everything works out how it's supposed to, right? And everything happens in divine timing. And, and honestly, I just, I didn't have much inspiration for my podcast, but now I do. And that just, that's amazing to me. So Yeah, I'm so excited to be back and I'm so thankful that you're here. So yeah, I'm going to record a few podcasts today and I think I'm going to do them every other week. I like that. I feel like I take in a podcast kind of like that. But um, if you have any recommendations or not recommendations, if you have any, what's the word? Um, Like any things you want to hear from me on this podcast or or any guests you want to have on this podcast or just kind of any specific topics, I would love to hear from you. You can leave me a rating or a review and I can see it there or just shoot me a DM. Um, I have a new Instagram, by the way, Coach Francesca. My name is spelled with a K, so it's like France, S-K-A. That's an easy way to remember how to spell it. So head to Instagram and go to Coach Francesca and give me a follow. Um, Yeah, it's kind of... I guess part of part of the episode today I could share a little bit on that is uh, yeah I created a new new Instagram and I created that because I have been really experimenting with my social media platforms and they've really just grown with me as I've grown and they change so much and and even just the back end like the algorithm changes so much so things are always changing but um, I really allowed myself to kind of experiment with posting and creating more content around mindset and around vision boards and manifesting and, and inner work and deep work and just really sharing kind of more of a vulnerability, um, vulnerable, vulnerable side of me. And I really allowed myself the space to experiment with that on my main Francesca X Instagram. And yeah, I just kind of allowed myself that space, but then also took feedback really 
really took feedback to heart. And a lot of the feedback I was getting was like, I love you, love this stuff, but I missed your lifestyle content. I missed just home decor, stuff like that. Um, and just vlogs and just kind of more lifestyle and just casual. And I totally get it. So I made a separate Instagram so that you can follow me both places if you want, or if you just want a little touch of joy, just a little dash of joy in your lifestyle content, in your home decor content, my main Instagram is for you. But if you you know, have been following my journey, or if you feel called, or if you're in the industry, or if you are a client, or, or if you just wanna see more mindset tips and um, learn more about how you can support yourself like with emotional health and emotional well-being and, and connecting to your roots, and, and yeah, just more, yeah, a little bit deeper things, um, then I invite you to follow my coach, Francesca Instagram. It's just more of a dedicated space for that. And I love it. And it's funny because I've had so many, now that I'm a, I'm a certified mindset coach, and now that I am, I've been introduced to so many amazing women and people in my cohort that I took to be certified in Yes Supply, people in that cohort, and then people I've met after um, have reached out to me a lot and a lot of them have been asking even people not in this coaching industry but so many people have re been reaching out to me and asking like why like how did you come to the decision to make a separate Instagram and um, I kind of explained that it was all intuition and it was based on feedback and it's what works for me and my audience but but I definitely don't recommend that you, or you know suggest that you have to have two separate Instagrams if you're also a business owner um, but that's just what happened to work out for me and I'm actually really loving it. I'm loving having like a dedicated space that's casual, that's lifestyle, that's home decor, that's Amazon finds, that's just our life. And then I love having a separate dedicated space that is mindset and me being able to really show up as the coach fully and not feel like, I hope people want to see this. Like, I hope everyone's okay with us. Like, yeah, so I've really been enjoying it, but I just wanted to share a little bit about that because I, I do get a lot of questions about that. So yeah, if you have, if you have any like, you know, if you want to talk with anybody about anything, I just hope you all know that I am here. I am here to support you. I'm all ears. I think I'm a good listener. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I'm always here to support you. You can always shoot me a DM on my Instagram or the coach Instagram. I would recommend the coach Instagram because I check that more kind of intentionally, um, to be like a supportive listening ear. So yeah, anyways, that's my spiel, but let's get into today's episode. So follow the fun is the theme of today's episode. And oh, I just feel it in my heart. I feel it in my heart. Follow the fun. So my intention of the year is fun. My word of the year was fun. And let me backtrack for a second. Do you guys pick out like a word of the year? Or do you set a word or intention of the year? My mom always did that every single year since I was a little girl. We've always like had a word <laughs> for the year. And um, yeah, it's really cute and it's fun. And it's funny how whatever word we choose that does bring in more of that or more opportunities for it. Um, and it really does become a focus of the year and my whole family does it. So um, last year, my word was live. And it's funny because I feel like this year I'm actually doing more of the living. But last year I had to do the work to be able to allow myself to now live fully this year. So there's a lot there, <laughs> but we can get into that later. But yeah, that was my word last year was live. And then this year, my word is fun. And um, I actually took that, like, it's really deep in my heart, the intention of that. Like, not just like, well, fun. Like, no, like, fun. I am ready to just, to me, having fun and having the intention of fun means, like, 
yeah, just being very open to fun and being open to surprises, letting things not go as planned. And that's, oh my God, that's the truth. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm just really open to fun. So I want to make a whole podcast episode about following the fun um, and how it's really changed my life and how it could benefit you and then how to kind of practice it. So um, I guess just getting started, ways, I want to share ways to lean into your fun. So really what sounds fun? And this could obviously change, but I want to encourage you or kind of challenge you like what sounds fun? Because when I, if you were to ask me what sounds fun a year ago, the first thought that comes into my mind is like limit. The first feeling like this might, I think a feeling came before a thought and it was like, I'm limited. Like my fun is limited because I have anxiety. My fun is limited because my PTSD, my fun is limited because of my fear. Like I know all this stuff sounds so fun to other people, but to me, like that sounds like a nightmare. Like, like as an example, let's say a cruise, like a vacation cruise, that would be, used to be like a nightmare for me. I literally, <laughs> I would, I've always been the type of person that was like, I could never go on a cruise. And if people went on a cruise, I was like, I don't understand. Like that, I get that they're like a luxury fun experience for some people. But to me, it was like, that's way too claustrophobic. Like there was a lot there. Sorry if that's a trigger warning for you. Um, but yeah, there was a lot there. And it's not that I didn't think a cruise was fun it's that I was looking at it through the lens of anxiety and I was looking at it through the lens of PTSD and me not being able to handle it and me not knowing how to regulate my emotions or at least be able to move through them Um, so to me it looked like panic and it just it didn't sound fun right Uh, but now I'm happy to say all I can talk about is going on a cruise (laughs) that's all I can talk about is going on cruises and one of our friends came over last week and he was, he always goes on cruises and, um, Miami is like a big, there's like a big cruise port in Miami. So he's always going down to Miami. Um, and as you know, if you don't follow me ever, my husband and I just moved to Miami for all last month while we sold our house, our household and breaking the news here, we're moving back to Miami. <laughs> we're moving to Miami more on that later. But anyways, so I was like, well, now that we're going to live in Miami, like we should probably go on cruises. And I kind of want to do like an overnight cruise, like to the Bahamas or something. And it just sounds fun. And that's unreal. If if I could only explain how unreal that shift, making that shift is for someone like me, for me and, and my past and everything I experienced and all the beliefs that I used to have and all the things I used to struggle with. For me to say that a cruise is even remotely a possibility and it sounds fun and I actually want to go and I'm actually the one like petitioning for it with my husband. That's just, it's miraculous. So what sounds fun? And when I ask that, the first things that come up, is it a similar situation like that? Like that was a very specific example, but maybe you can relate. Is it something, um, yeah, do you feel kind of like, I know to everyone else it sounds fun to do this or it sounds fun to have a baby or it sounds fun to get married or it sounds fun to buy a house, but to me, blah, blah, blah. Just be honest with yourself. No one has to know. You don't have to actually answer this and tell me, but just think around, think about it in your head. What sounds fun to you? And maybe you're not blocked by anything. Maybe you are like, maybe you have gone through a lot of healing work and maybe, maybe you don't even need it in the first place and something sounds fun. Is there a way that you can follow that? So is there a way where you can create more of that in your life? So let's say, Let's say you can start a podcast as an example. 
you know what? Sounds really fun to host a podcast this year. I think I'm going to do it. And like you, let's say you like own a design business and you're like, I have so much to say about starting a business and being a designer and getting clients. And I have so much I could share, but like, I kind of want to do it in a podcast. Let's say that's you. But yeah, can you give yourself permission to follow that fun? So maybe something sounds fun and you don't feel limited by it. Like you don't feel like it's absolutely impossible but you're still not doing it. You're still not taking the action. Is there a way that you can give yourself the permission to take the action, give yourself the permission to have that fun? Or maybe it's not something like starting a business venture, like a podcast. Maybe it's literally something like asking a friend to go to dinner or literally anything. (laughs) What sounds fun? And two, it could be something small like that. But for me, the way that I was experiencing this was, okay, so let me back up here. I just felt this calling that I need to be in Miami. I didn't know if it was living in Miami or or just visiting or going on vacation. I just felt like I needed to actually be there. Like my soul, my body, every part of me needed to be in Miami. I needed to go to Miami. And this was back in January. So I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I'm not someone that travels. I actually have a lot of fear and anxiety around travel because of my past and yeah so I was like I'm not super comfortable with that like why do I have to go there and it just kept coming up and I could not could not push it down so I was like okay 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 like there was so much discomfort there was so much discomfort there but I felt such a strong calling um and even though it was scary I felt some type of freedom in that like I was like whoa because I, like I said, I've always had this really strong anxiety around travel and it really stopped me from traveling. So for me to experience this very clear calling to go be in Miami, I was like, that sounds fun. (laughs) It sounds fun. Like I felt like I could breathe like, oh my gosh, this is weird. This is really weird, but this sounds really fun. And telling my husband that was weird. (laughs) Like I was like, Brett, I don't know why but I need to be in Miami. And then that spiraled into Brett. I think we should sell our house. (laughs) And then that spiraled into, hey, Brett, I want to live in Miami. I don't want to go back to Michigan. So more on that later. But it just really shows that following the fun can also be this huge life change that you might not have even been open to until you asked yourself the question, what sounds fun? So it's really simple, but what sounds fun? And then giving yourself permission to follow it. And you can follow it slowly. I, that's the, another thing I've been, I've been really taking a lot of comfort in. You can move towards your goals in a slow way. You can move towards the things you want in a slow way. You can move towards your fun slowly. And that's absolutely okay. And I actually recommend it because with fun, like I'm saying, there could be a big shift, like from moving personally from Michigan to Miami. That's a really big shift. I experienced that as a really big shift. Um, And I'm being very patient with myself. I'm allowing myself to feel anything that comes up with that shift because it's a huge life shift. I've lived in Michigan my entire life and thought I would forever. Um, The house that we live in, I thought we would have for at least six or seven years. We ended up having it for two. We're literally moving out in May. Um, so everything that you want 
whether it's fun or joy or peace or a goal or starting a podcast or, or whatever it is or going on a cruise, you can move towards that slowly. So yeah, give yourself permission to move in a slow way because that's just as that's just as good and good enough um, as getting there quickly. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to also touch on the importance of fun and why it's important to have fun and to have more playful energy in your day and to have more enjoyment and honestly just like laughter, just just fun. Like fun to me is is play, it's enjoyment and it's laughter. And I think the importance of all that is presence. I think what that fun ultimately brings is presence. Um, so even as an example, like road tripping, like Brett and I have obviously moving back and forth to Miami, have driven a lot, and that's a far drive. It takes takes us about two days. I think it's like twenty hours, but so we split it up into two days. So obviously, it's a little annoying to drive through the country, but in order for it to be, you know the most enjoyable possible, we try to have fun. And that means being present, right? Um, not that I'm perfect at that at all. Like I still get annoyed on road trips and whatnot and there's traffic and everything like that. But I think the ultimate kind of reward that you get from having fun is being able to be present. Um, so yeah, so there's kind of a lot we could go into there, but I really think that that's one of the main, the main messages. So um, yeah, so let's talk more about fun. So Let's picture your fun. Like, if you could ask yourself, like, what could you do all day? What could you just do all day? For me, I could, like, honestly, like, um, like make vision boards and brainstorm and, like, make little um, kind of just, like, uh, mind maps. Have you guys ever done that? I should make a – I should start talking about mind maps, but they're really fun. My mom also taught me about mind mapping, um, and it feels a bit just, like, coloring, and it feels a bit, like, scrapbooking a little bit, but it's so fun to, like, get your markers out and mind map and just kind of get everything out of your head. You might like to do this in a spreadsheet, but I'm a little more colorful, a little more creative. Like, I like to just have my pen and paper like that. Um, when I have, you know, just like a journal. Um, so it's really fun to mind map. But what is something you could do all day? Of course, like hanging out with my dogs, like walking around the beach, I could do all day. Go get smoothies, I could do that all day. So what sounds fun? What could you do all day? And then, so this is the thing. So I realized I wasn't having that much fun. I love my life. I'm so thankful for my life. But it wasn't that fun, to be honest. The past few years haven't been that fun. <laughs> like, my husband, amazing. Our relationship, so grateful for it. My puppies, I love it. Like, there's so much I have to be grateful for. But I wasn't making fun a priority, and I could really feel that. And honestly, it wasn't very easy for me to make fun a priority. Like, I'm going to be really honest here, because I think this is something you might need to hear or something that might need to be validated for you. Living in Michigan wasn't fun for me anymore. And that was heartbreaking. And I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit that to other people. But living where I was in our house in the middle of the country, it wasn't fun for me. And I never thought that that would happen. But the only thing that sounded fun was to go to Miami, to be in Miami. Like I said, I didn't know why. I don't know anybody there. I have, I have, I have a few friends now. So thankful for those girls. But I'm just going to be honest. It didn't sound fun anymore. And I think you have to honor that because now that I've had so much fun and now that I experience fun really often, I just 
I want to honor it so much and it makes life so much more enjoyable and it makes life so much more meaningful and it's so simple but I was really denying myself fun um, by staying where we were living and yeah it's like to be honest like you know we have to make the best of situations and and if and if we couldn't move I'm sure we would figure out a way but if we just for some reason could not move right now like obviously you make the most of it but I will say like it's okay to want to change it's okay to want to move it's okay to want to end a relationship or end a friendship or it's okay to want to move jobs or whatever it is if you're not having fun anymore you have to honor that because imagine what it would be like if you ended up having fun in another situation and imagine if you didn't give yourself that opportunity to have that fun like you only live once right okay so I'm just gonna be honest I was not having fun and then we moved to Miami for a month we lived there for the whole month of March I'm filming or I'm recording this April 15th by the way so we just got back 15 days ago ish and living in Miami, I had the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. I had the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. And I have to be honest, I had so much fun because of all of the inner work I've done. If I, if you threw me in Miami a year or two years ago, it would not have been fun. I would have been anxious the entire time. I would have been scared. I would have been panicking, really. I would have been very emotionally unregulated. Like my nervous system was shot, really because of my past and things I've been through, and I'm sure you can relate. Um, But since I was able to do the work that I've been doing the past two years with my therapist, with my coach, and with just my own soul guidance, I've been able to heal so much of that. So then when I got to Miami, it felt like I got to experience all that freedom that I've been working on and all that healing that I've been working on. I got to experience it and live it out. And it was so beautiful that it honestly, it made me realize I don't want to come back to Michigan. So there's a lot of heartbreak in that. And that was a whole thing that I'm going to get into in a different episode. But I realized I'm having fun and I don't want to leave. And I love it here for so many reasons. And then when I was in that fun flow, just fun state, I was more productive I had so much more productivity when I was having fun. So I want you to maybe keep that in mind if you're, you know, kind of slacking or just not living up to the potential you know you have. Are you having fun? That could be a really simple fix. So yeah, when I'm in that state of fun and flow, I'm also productive, which is funny because I'm sure there could be these thoughts that like, well, if I'm having fun, I'm not working. Well... There you go. Maybe that's something you need to look into. Maybe that means a different way to do your job, or maybe it means a different job, or maybe it means something else. But I will say I'm so lucky. I love my job, and I have a lot of fun doing it. So honestly, there's just... I know there's, you know, I, I know that I am I'm privileged, and my parents taught me, like, that, you know, they really switch jobs a lot and just kept following their passions and like you know there's a lot there but I will say I know that things are possible for everybody because I've seen healing and I've seen how it works um so I just yeah I know we all are just living life trying to figure it out <laughs> and I'm not a professional but I know that things are possible 
even just through my own healing journey, for me to be able to experience fun in Miami, where you might think like, of course Miami's fun, like duh, it wouldn't have been fun for me because of my mindset, because of my mental health. I was really struggling. But it was so fun because of the healing that I've done and because of who I am and because I really have opened the space for my soul to experience fun and my soul to experience freedom. So I hope that, um, yeah, I hope you feel connected to that in some way. So let's talk about ways to create more fun. So this is kind of the what I've learned. These are really simple. But um, I think really, really impactful. And listen, this first one is routine. So the first way to create more fun is routine. And that doesn't sound like fun. Let me tell you, that doesn't sound like fun, but it will ultimately help you have more fun because it will help, first of all, I've noticed with decision fatigue. So I'm not even a mom yet, so I can only imagine when you're a mom, but just being the wife of the household that I'm in and the role that I have as a wife, I have a lot of decision fatigue, like just being my own boss and running my own business during the day. And then, you know, even just like deciding dinner and like I like my role in our house is like I do all like the food stuff. Like I do the grocery pickup and or pick out groceries and like meal planning. I like to meal plan and meal prep. So we do that. Like I am always like the one to decide what we're having for dinner every night and what we're having for breakfast and what we're having for lunch and like what do we have, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, it's stuff I enjoy, but there's decision fatigue in that. So having the routine that I have now where um, we meal prep every week, we meal plan every week, and then I don't have to make a decision every day. I know what we're having, or at least there's an option for breakfast, lunch, and dinner all like all week unless we go out. Boom decision gone. I don't have that decision fatigue anymore. It's thought out. It's planned out and it helps us move really seamlessly throughout the week. Helps us feel good because we meal prepped healthy food. Like, and it's fun because like I enjoy being in the kitchen. I enjoy like making the stuff with my husband and it's, that's just something we like to do. But even this could be, um, I've also, you know, this is a little bit more reflective, but I've also experienced this just with having a morning routine. Um, I created a challenge this month which I'm going to talk about in a different podcast episode. But during the month of April, I've had a challenge going on. I've been calling it the April Capable Challenge. And part of it was to have a morning routine. And to me, that morning routine looked like simply getting up and getting ready for the day. First thing in the morning. So that meant doing my hair, putting makeup on, and putting on an outfit for the day. Whether it was active wear or whatever it is. But getting up, doing makeup, and doing my hair. Every single day, except for like a Sunday or whatever. But it has helped my productivity so much. It's helped me feel so good. It's helped me make decisions throughout the day. It's helped me really just kind of embody who I know that I am. But when I stay in my sweats all day or when I don't do my hair, I'm like, I have so many excuses. Like, I never got ready, so I'm not going to go out. Or I never got ready, so I'm not going to film. Or I never got ready, so like, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So um, that's something I enjoy. And having that as part of my like challenge this month has been so fun to now integrate it into my routine. And yeah, it's, it's honestly helped me so much just to simply get ready. And that's my morning routine. So in the challenge, I also have, you know, breath work and meditation and journaling and things like that. But I wanted a morning routine that would work for me. And it makes me feel best to just get up and get ready. Where, um, yeah, like the the breath work and the meditation and stuff, like don't have to be part of your morning routine. As long as they're part of your day, I think they help just as much. But for me, that's the routine that worked for me. So pick a routine that works for you and stick with it and have it be something that will support you. Um, yeah, 
And having those routines, it just helps me feel more proud and like I'm a badass. Like when I finally stopped telling myself, no, like I would wake up and not do my hair because I'm like, oh, like I slept with wet hair last night. I'm just going to have curly, frizzy hair today. And like, gosh, like it'd just be so nice if my hair wasn't like, just do your hair. <laughs> so I started doing that and it really helps. It just kind of gave me my freedom back, to be honest. It's something simple, but having a routine is such an easy way to create more fun. And then this one's really fun, but music, like just making everything feel like a movie, making your life feel like a movie. Um, so like when I'm making dinner or when Brett and I are just like cleaning up the kitchen at the end of the night or whatever it is, we'll just turn on like chill vibey music. And it feels like we're in like a Miami hotel lobby and it's such a vibe. So having like fun vibey music on like when you're cooking or even when you're walking or cleaning or or just kind of getting ready for the day, like making his morning coffee or whatever it is. Like it's so fun for us to have on movie or to have on music. Um, and of course, like when you're driving or when you're walking or whatever, like you can use that time for podcasts or for learning. But honestly, sometimes it's fun to just like dance and, you know, just dance like a silly, silly bitch. Just dance and just have music on. And just like be vibing with it. It's so fun. Um, so on spot, I like to use Spotify. So on Spotify, like some of the good like playlists that I like, it's just called Chill Vibes. I love Chill Vibes. I think there's a Chill Vibes 2022. That one's really good. Um, the Hitch, the soundtrack from Hitch, the movie, the best Chill Vibe soundtrack. It is just like, oh my God, it's the best vibes for like when you're making dinner. There's like just like some John Legend on there. There's just some really good songs on the Hitch soundtrack. Trust me. Um, so yes, and then my third and final kind of tip and way to create more fun is a little more heavy, but it's through releasing. Release when you need to. So part of my whole mindset journey and healing journey and self-discovery journey and self-trust journey, part of the biggest part of that has been emotional responsibility. So emotional responsibility is something I've worked on for the past two years very intentionally, um, still working on it. I think, I think, you know, that's something you practice and will work on for your, for your life as a human experiencing emotions and, you know, especially emotions you don't plan for <laughs> the emotions that kind of catch you off guard. So releasing when you need to is such a great way to create more fun because basically how, how this works for me is I utilize therapy. I have a therapist. I meet with her. Um, like virtually, it it kind of changes, whatever I'm kind of needing that at that time. Like it could be like every week or every two weeks or every three weeks, whatever works for me. So I utilize my therapist and my time with her and I really open up. I encourage you to really show up with your therapist. You know, do you do therapy, however it works for you. But for me, it really works to show up and lay it all out. And like, that's my safe space to, to go through my emotions. And then I also have a mindset coach who also is um, trauma informed and she's amazing. I love her so much. She actually took the same coursing course um, or coach certification as me. That's how I met her. And we just clicked and I love her. Um, and she holds incredible space for me. Her name's Olivia Legali. I can link her on Instagram. I think I've mentioned her before on Instagram, but she's amazing. So having these dedicated spaces for me to release and work through and let emotions and let thoughts and let feelings and big ideas and just let everything come up and out has been such a transformational space for me and it helps me kind of navigate that hard and uncomfortable that comes when you're making changes like I am right now Um, and it really just helps to be more fully present in other times so having this space to release helps you to also have 
space to be fully present and have that fun and really be there because you're taking care of yourself because part of life is crying part of life is being sad part of life is being anxious part of life is being mad but also part of life is having fun and also part of life is being happy and just chilling it's all part of life so allowing yourself the space to release when you need to and have fun when you need to um yeah and just allowing it to be that has really changed a lot for me as well so that's created more fun for me Um, And also, you know, personally, I love having the space that a therapist or a coach creates for me. It's a safe space for me. Um, But also, of course, you know, releasing just on your own and guiding yourself through, you know, some some emotions, just letting yourself breathe through it or letting yourself feel it, letting yourself cry. Oh, is there any better feeling than letting yourself cry? Like, oh, my God, when you need to, obviously, when you're sad, it's hard. But like when you need to cry and you just let yourself cry, it's the best, right? Um, or, or maybe that safe space is your husband. Obviously, I talk with my husband, all this stuff. So yeah, creating that safe space for you to be able to release when you need to. Try it. It's amazing. Alrighty, so that kind of wraps up. I know we kind of touched on a lot, but that wraps up my 63rd episode of Full of Joy Podcast, Follow the Fun. So I hope you got some inspiration or ideas from this episode. And just like I said, I'm always here to chat, always here to support you. And, and my intention of this podcast is always just to encourage you to find more joy in your life. Um, and I hope I can be an example of that. So yeah, so take from this and make it your own. Take from this what you will. And let me know what you guys thought. But I'm going to jump in to my next episode. I hope you guys listen to it in a couple weeks. And yeah, I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.